me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. And what a mistake it was starting a show. I just want to go take a nap. I am tired and I blame Austin FC. Oh yeah? Yeah, I didn't sleep because my body's in so much pain. I cannot get comfortable in any position and it's just throbbing. It's hurting. Um, I think with my spine issue and my arthritic hip that I'm just going to, I'm finally going to become the captain in reality, and I'm just going to get a peg leg. I'm going to cut it all off uh, and get a peg leg. I don't know, man. I think you're going to miss that leg when it's gone, and you're going to feel bad about it. Unless you decide to, like, vacuum seal it and keep it in the closet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm still going to have it to look at, because it is I, it is a good-looking <laughs> leg. You bring it out during parties, tell yeah, a story. Yeah, leg. Um, Check and, it out. It's nice and sealed. And I like the idea of, I'm going to beef jerky it. I'm going to dry it <laughs> out. That way, when the end of the world happens, I can eat my leg. Just open it up, take little strips and off of it. Feast mm. upon. Now I know that cannibalism Gross. that uh, eating humans adds or eating like any of your own species adds some kind of chemical that goes to your brain that's like a poison it makes you crazy like lead poisoning and stuff uh, is it even worse if you're eating yourself don't know man i feel like there's only one way to find out i feel like that's fair like it's like hey it's my body my choice i get to you eat know it. exactly i can cut off little slivers yeah just just munch on it what kind of jerk are you gonna turn your leg into Teriyaki pepper. Teriyaki. It's a little sweet and a little hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like you. <laughs> like regular peppercorn. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wink, wink. And so you're worried about if I had a peg leg? Because if you're thinking that I won't be balanced, um, I'm a tripod. Oh, no. I got that big old flappy dong. If I start to fall over. Oh, sure. Set that out yeah, there. Yeah, sure. I've never seen that happen, but third sure. Third leg. Sure. You, you never know. <laughs> It'll be okay, man. I'll be oh, safe. Man. Don't worry. All right. All right. Now I'm. Toss a coin to your bartender. <laughs> what pour, just happened? I was so pour confused. Pour a drink out for the person <laughs> serving it to you. Today's National Bartender Day. Sweet. Uh, I was a former bartender. We'll talk about that. But everywhere around the world, you have someone that opens the beers, mixes the cocktails, makes you a delicious, amazing drink, and we're going to pour one out for them today. Thank God. Because without you... We would have nowhere to drown our sorrows. That's true. Not just makers of drink, makers of conversation. Yeah, someone to discuss our woes with, yeah. to listen and and just really, really take it in and yeah. make us feel better. So happy National Bartenders Day if you're out at your favorite pub, bar, Which, yeah. dance hall, whatever it might be. Uh, give them an extra tip and tell them you appreciate them because it is not always an easy life. Yeah. You're out late. You got to clean and mop everything after you're done. You have to wipe down all the bottles because they get sticky. You have to deal with drunk, annoying people. Probably the worst part is just dealing with folks once they've had alcohol in their system. It changes you just a little bit. That is the worst when you're sober or even just maybe lightly a little tipsy and you're having to deal with someone who is far gone, way farther gone than you and just drunk and sloppy and annoying and... I'm not saying I envy the bartender, but uh, I do especially appreciate. Especially if the bartender's so sober, any level yeah, of absolutely. someone not uh, can it's be frustrating. <laughs> Drugs. I, I, Why don't we let it happen? I don't know. I still love uh, many of my local bartenders, places 
like Go Hang Out, Barton String Saloon, Nomad Bar, Silver Metal, Mr. Tramps, you name it. There's so many great places in Austin, and we're a city of service. We're a city of bartenders, Yeah. Uh, and uh, we thank you. We salute you on National Bartender Day. And as a matter of fact, I found a radio website that makes great things for us to play on these days. So here's your salute to National Bartender Day. Now I'm just a bartender. Happy Bartender Appreciation Day. Hey, bartender. Hey, bartender. You slipped me a bottle of bourbon. You set them up and I'll knock them back, Lloyd. One by one. Spencer, why don't you make stuff for that every day? Real cheesy for what imaging oh, for, for that uh, for whatever day we have. I don't know, man. No one asked me to. Okay, <laughs> I good. Well, I, I, I also won't. it sounds. Uh, let's just, someone slap that together. It didn't sound like there's a lot of creative. What do you? What's not creative about this? Now I'm just not this, a but this bartender. part. <laughs> Happy Bartender Appreciation Day. So that's all they did was just that. Just the voiceover right there. Ma- Happy mixed bartend- up some songs and uh. movie clips. Man, bartending is a lot of fun. You meet a lot of interesting people, but it can also suck. What? Uh, how long did you bartend for? Uh, on and off. One place. I, I think I worked at Joe's Crab Shack in Amarillo and then San Marcos. Uh, bartended on and off there. Like, I'd work my way up, and then I moved to San Marcos, had to work my way up again, and then I got kicked out, and then I worked my <laughs> way back up. So, you know, close to like five years. I, I was there for cool. six or seven, cool, but cool. Uh, a lot of bartending there. Did some other kind of half-ass work downtown and uh, at there... Riley's on the backbone. But it's 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 a lot of work. It's very annoying, especially it doing a... it in a restaurant. Is there a favorite type of customer or an archetype, like a stereotypical type of customer you prefer? I uh, I love being a regular at bars and I love sure. regulars, but I would say the the best is fellow service industry people. Sure, because yeah. they they tip the most. They get the struggle. Um, they get this. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they're yeah. just they're a lot more eased and chill. So and I, yeah, fellow service industry people are by far the best. Now I've got to imagine the worst type of. Uh, Patron, if you will, is just the sloppy drunk that doesn't tip. This in, in, in mm. considerate. I wouldn't know. I've I never mean, been a bartender. Not but. tipping is garbage, but I would say people that yeah. are just impatient. Yeah. Uh, they're annoying people that are like, oh, this isn't strong enough. Make it strong for me. Or hook me up, hook me up, hook me up. Okay, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to hook you up with crap. Like, you don't ex- <laughs> you're coming to a service. And you're not getting stuff for free, and, and it comes not. out of my ass. I'm not the owner of this bar. Sure. But uh, uh, we did have a little trick we would use for people that would ask. Like, they would order a Patron margarita, sometimes a frozen Patron margarita, wow. which is stupid to do at a restaurant. But the trick was when they say it's not strong enough, because especially in a corporate chain bar, we're not heavy pouring. You know, we would do the right. counts, or eventually we got the little automatic spouts. Uh, so we're pouring the same amount. It's it's not a change. It's not anything like that. And you're buying Patron and or even more expensive kind of tequilas or something like that in a mixed cocktail. Yeah, don't do that. You're not supposed to taste it. Right. Uh, it's supposed to be mixed together, so it's a nice little fruity drink. Exactly. So Sweet. we would have just asshats complain about that. And the trick was is when they would send it back or you would you would just go back to the well, grab the cheap tequila, pour it right in the straw, and they'd be like, damn, now this is what I'm talking about. It's like, yeah. Smart. Because you're tasting grain alcohol from cheap crap. So <laughs> there you go. But I will say uh, one of my favorite things is I would usually do the Sunday brunch at uh, Ye Old Crab Shack, and I enjoyed making 
drinking Bloody Marys. Like it's it's very annoying. I was about to ask, like, what, your, what was your favorite drink to make? Drinks and people let me kind of like regulars would let me do that, but I enjoyed making Bloody Marys because I liked experimenting with different flavors, different tastes, different things like that. And I had kind of what it was my favorite for me, um, and I'd always make a little bit extra on the side mm. just to just to taste and sample it. So Damn, that was dude. one of my favorites. But I also hate when you're in a rush or a speed or a cocktail bar. I went to a wedding a couple months ago. And they had the special drinks, um, but the bartenders were just shaking in, in the shaker. And it's like, man, you're, you are not moving fast. Usually, if you have something like this, it's in a jug and you pour it over ice, but just sitting there shaking. It's like, you're not you're not Tom Cruise, the sitting cocktail. <laughs> just get the damn drink out. Uh, so, you know, that's it was always frustrating when people, we had like chocolate teenies and sometimes oh. mudslides. Mm. Crap like that that took a long time was annoying because the people, sometimes it was just a mom that wanted something good and fruity, Aww. but when it was someone that would order an expense, not a Cosmo, but like a chocolate, something that took a lot of layering and making, they were always, those people always complained. Oh, they always had some issue. They were always annoying people. Look, you're not at a cocktail bar. You're at a freaking Joe's Crab Shack. Just calm the hell down. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. It's fruit (laughs) juice and booze. Go to a cocktail joint if you want the fancy stuff. Yes. We're just trying. We're doing light cocktails here in popcorn shrimp. And mm, Mm. good Mm. popcorn shrimp. Mm. Uh, Happy Bartender's Day. Go celebrate. Go tip well. And just in time, it's a Friday. Hell yeah. That's right. How do you keep from punching through a wall? Matt Bearden, is this directed at me? It's directed to a lot of us. You know, Parent Pickup site, generally it's supposed to be, you know, advice for, or at least a conversation for parents who might be in the pickup line grabbing their kids. But as you know, often I try to find stuff that applies to all of us. Dog parents, like me, puppy parents. I think all of us have been criticized at one point or another, and it doesn't feel good. No. No, Matt, it doesn't. Does it? It, it doesn't. No. Does it? And I know that uh, we happen to be in a business that is uh, public facing, and a lot of times there is some, there are some comments from the peanut gallery. And I know that yeah. sometimes I've seen you get upset about something, and I've seen you well break stuff in this studio. My foot, computers, my hand. Yeah. But I'm really good at hanging sheetrock. That's true. You have learned that. Uh, I found an article about uh, something that, you know, people that handle criticism really well, what's one of the things they do in a simple fix? And I love simple fixes because my motto through life, minimum effort, maximum Maximum reward. reward. Uh, They're just sociopaths. Uh, No, it turns out they said, hey, try this three word statement. Now, before I say it, Go I want to let you know. Well, no. <laughs> it, it's going to sound a little crazy at first, and they even say, hey, look, you can't just do this once and you're cured, but you have to start the habit. And here's what it is. When someone starts talking to you about things that you can do better, and you feel that bracing that you have... That feeling of where the, the welling up of anger, or I know if uh, I get Being called defensive, a, I get called yeah. to a boss's office and they start talking to me about something that I don't really like the sound of. In a relationship, when you're having a spat, great. Uh, here you go. Ready? This three word: don't feel attacked. You just say it to yourself inside yeah. your head. Don't yeah. feel attacked. One of the things that happens is that when people start to talk to us about stuff we don't like, it actually physically triggers our flight. Or fight response. It does. Yeah, that's why you naturally just get defensive without even knowing it. And you don't even realize, like, why am I getting so angry? And it turns out it's because that flight or fight response is enabled so we can focus. By Matt Bearden, uh, um, you know, 
uh, correcting your mispronunciations. Mm. Did you just say mispronunciations? Yeah. See? <laughs> hey. And so sometimes when I tease you about oh, that, man. you do get uh, angry. I know you, I know when you're angry now because you just hit your vape pen. I always sit my <laughs> gotta, gotta no, You know I'm angry because you have both seen me smash a lightsaber in my phone That's in the true. studio. I have seen that. Correct. They say, look, <laughs> it's basically, I happen to think it has less to do with the words, don't feel attacked, than it is just the idea of a mantra that kind of was calming you down for a second where you can uh, feel your humanity or whatever. Well, it's uh, even just to, to take a quick second to uh, analyze, like, oh, hey, you're in fight or flight, sort of, so calm down. But also, yeah. a lot you're of fine. times you're when fine. someone's talking to you with criticism, it's actually coming from a place of trying to help you, yeah. right? And I can be the king of sometimes of not wanting your input. And I probably could have, well, maybe I wouldn't be a lowly radio personality well, if I could deal with criticism. Maybe I'd work at NASA. Well, narcissists generally have a pretty hard time dealing with criticism in the first Especially, place. Yeah. And we're Guess all in the entertainment industry. So. I'm not feeling attacked right now. I am not feeling attacked <laughs> so right now. maybe we're not the best at it. But. All right, what were those three words again? Go F yourself? Mm-mm. No. Um, Don't feel attacked. Shut up, biaf. Experts say when you use this phrase, or any phrase that's similar to it, it's called an amygdala hijack. Whoa. Yeah. Basically, you're hijacking your body's natural response because you're giving it something else to instantly think about, which is don't be, don't feel attacked. And then you're like, why shouldn't I feel attacked? And now you're listening to what someone is saying. Wait, wait. Are you saying you say that to someone or you say it to yourself? You say it to yourself okay, inside good, because, your head. Because there's nothing worse than like if uh, if uh, if Spencer was like, hey, dude, uh, don't get mad. <laughs> don't, don't be upset. Don't, yeah. feel, don't attacked. feel attacked. No. No. Do you want the good news or no, bad no, no. news? Yeah. Automatically, your brain goes same thing into that fight or flight. But right. you're saying to yourself. Inside your head. Deep breath. Okay, silently. Yeah. So if I'm like, hey, C- CJ, I really uh, I think I'd, we should have a discussion about something. Then you say to yourself, yeah, don't feel attacked. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> I'm saying is if you're with your significant other at home, and you can teach this to your children because they'll actually have mastered it by the time that they're old, right? Um, it, you, you would say if your significant other starts to say, hey, your socks are always on the floor, inside your head, think, don't feel attacked. And then listen to what they're saying and go, it's probably less about the socks and more about they would like to keep this area nice and it feels disrespectful toward them that I'm not picking up the socks, right? You say that. Okay. What you don't say is, now, don't get all mad or nothing. Like, don't say that. Because if you start with that, that is that is a fight that is not going to end until midnight. Or passive aggressive or even the like almost too sheepish thing. Like, don't sometimes fly just off be the handle like you yeah. usually do. <laughs> hey, listen, you listening, honey? <laughs> <laughs> He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. CJ Morgan on 101X. Before we pick this week's sports bets, uh, let's recap how Matt and I did against each other again on the season. I am, uh, I don't know, I'm like 0 and 1 and 12 or something. Anyhow, let's recap. First and foremost, you picked England? To beat the United States, and I even asked you, win, loss, or draw, you chose our oppressing colonizer, forefather, monarch, King George III, trying to tax us, sending in an army, you chose England to beat the United States, to beat America. That's right, I did. We beat them (laughs) twice, and we saved their asses twice. Let me ask you a question. we're 4-0 against England. If Just kidding. War of eighteen twelve. I had asked you yet last week. Hey, <laughs> if, what do you think the chances are of a zero zero draw between those two teams? What would you have said? 
I thought it was going to be a draw. You really did? You really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're you're Mr. Sports Guy. All right, fine. Kind of sorted. Uh, point <laughs> CJ. Uh, I don't know why I keep adding this. Westlake and San Benito. Why why do I keep asking you to pick the best team in high school football by far? Like it's just it's giving you a point automatically. But yeah, Westlake won. In in their defense, they've only won like 52 straight games. So sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I did choose Westlake. I, I felt good about it. And uh, guess what? They they really did win. Also, I should have Googled that this is a football team from the Bat Valley because, as I know, growing up in the Panhandle, football teams on both ends of Texas, on the edges, not so good. They don't. Uh, well, let's, before we say they're not so good, let's just say that in some of those districts, they're just not provided all of the same. Like Austin-Westlake, absolutely. Yeah, and so, you know, those kids might be really awesome at what they do, but they're not going to, like, special football camps in the spring and in the summer, and you know what I mean? So And maybe not being coaxed to move into the district. Shh, uh, shh, hey, no, shut no, your no, mouth. No, never mind. Uh, yeah, so Westlake, uh, point Matt, uh, you Cowboys and Giants, you picked the Cowboys, Cowboys won. I was excited about that until I realized you picked the Cowboys. Then the big one, Texas, or I'm sorry, Lakers and Spurs, you picked the Spurs. I didn't even look that up, no need to, because you picked Texas, uh, you had faith, and they did beat Baylor. They've learned, finally, to stop letting Quinn pass the ball and just <laughs> give it to Bijan and Roshan. It was so nice. It took way, it took... You know, the last two games, they finally learned. Oh, yeah. Even in the first half, I think Bichon only carried it like nine times and then 25 in the second. Look, I think uh, Quinn's very talented. Uh, that's the quarterback for UT. But I think people forget because there's been so much hype on him that for so long. he's played like five games. He's, he's still literally a, a brand new collegiate football player. It's just that you've heard his name for so long. People just assume, well, he's the savior. And I think he's actually really talented. I just think that he's had some off moments. There have been some drop balls. Those aren't his fault. There's a lot of pressure on him. And why not? I mean, you literally have two incredible running backs, and when they started handing it off, it got to be way more fun. Absolutely. Way more fun. But you know who the MVP of that team is? Uh, I would say... Burt Auburn! <laughs> you did, you did. Love that guy! <laughs> Let's bet about sports! Okay. Matt is uh, gonna win this year, no matter what happens. That's fine, that's dandy, that's good. But isn't it fun week after week uh, dunking on you? No. Uh... Spencer, do I look like I've been having fun? You seem like you're really healthy and happy and having a good time. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, we're going to start the next season right now. Okay. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, See the end of the year. Uh, However, uh, next Friday, a week from now, we're going to be live at Kung Fu Saloon, and I'm due a punishment. I landed in Punishment Plinko, which we will bring with us uh, four to seven Kung Fu Saloon in the domain. Come see us. I'm going to bring Punishment Plinko, but I want you to enact uh, my chili bowl punishment on me there. Now, my hair is too short to do a proper chili bowl, but you said you would carve a lightning, or not carve. You would wow. shave with a pair of clippers the lightning in my head. <laughs> I will. Yeah, we, absolutely. We, do you want to do that live? Why wouldn't I? Okay. Okay. That'll be funny. Yeah. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> It'll, look, it's, you already have kind of the, you kind of have, I, look, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but this most recent haircut is a little bit white pridey. Okay. I think they took that haircut over. They CJ did. already they had it, it but still. I, I know, but I'm just saying. Uh, so no. <laughs> it, it's going to grow out on the sides quickly. So just put a lightning bolt in there anyway. 
My stylist gave me this years ago because it was uh, modeled after her favorite Chilean soccer player. Okay. So that's cool. not cool. Uh, yeah, cool story, bro. <laughs> cool. Really interesting. There. Uh, let's get to <laughs> the sports to bets. Uh, we're going to do an all-conference championship version of uh, college football, starting with the Big 12. And Matt, you're going to be betting the spread on these. Okay, um, that's fine. You don't want to bet and see if like uh, Germany's going to... Shut up, How dude. far they're going to go they're in the World Cup. That hurts. That hurts my tummy. I'm sorry. Uh, no, we're ignoring the World Cup, except for the United States playing tomorrow against the Netherlands. All right. Uh, betting against the spread, Kansas State, a 2.5 underdog to TCU. You taking Kansas State in 2.5 or TCU in the I'm Big 12 championship? Taking TCU, who probably win by two scores. Uh, next up, over to the Pac-10 or Pac-12, whatever it is. USC, uh, they're the favorite by 2.5 against the Utah Utes. Who you got there, Utah on the points or USC? This one is probably the toughest of all of the conference championships. Because if there's a team that's going to be upset, probably them. I actually think that the Utes are going to, I think they're going to win. And uh, I think that because they've got the bigger chip on their shoulder, uh, when you're out there in the middle of nowhere and you see... Oh, yeah, there's potatoes to eat. Yeah, I don't think they want potatoes. They crispened uh, chips. Well, they're close to Idaho. You're taking Utah on 2.5. Yeah. Point point being. Uh, Purdue and Michigan in the Big Ten. Michigan banged up but did dominate Ohio State in the shoehorn last week. Purdue is a 17-point underdog. Oh, oh, I was hoping that they would make it closer because Michigan is going to absolutely thromp. 17's interesting. 17 uh, makes it a really hard call, but I think that Michigan probably will be three touchdowns, which is 21 points, so I go Michigan. So Michigan it is uh, to the ACC. Matt Brown's team, UNC, and seven and a half points versus the favorite Clemson. Uh, if it had been before last week, I would have taken Clemson, no problem whatsoever. Um, now I don't know. Uh, Mac Brown was never known for the big game. Clemson needs to make up some ground. Uh, Let's go, Clemson. Clemson it is. Uh, and in the SEC, Georgia versus LSU. Georgia versus LSU. Well, LSU. I know what you were trying to say. What's the point spread? Uh, 17 and a half. Uh, Georgia, obviously the favorite. I don't think Georgia is going to win by 17 and a half points. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. Okay, the craziest craziest thing I'm going to call, I, I think Georgia wins, but I don't think they cover that point spread. And because I do believe, knowing that they're going to go, I think... I think when they get to the second half, they're going to start pulling some players, uh, and it could yeah. get it within. So I'm going to say that LSU can actually with the points. LSU in 17 and a half. Matt's picks are locked in. Yeah, I think the at this point the conference championship are dumb because it has you have everything to lose if you're already in the top four to teams that are hungry. That's the only moment. The only big thing they can have this season is winning the conference. Georgia's playing for a national championship and against and a, to- against a lower I'm sorry, LSU's not as good of a team and they're not going to do as well and I think at a certain point you pull players or you just say, "Hey, they they you allow them to come in close." I I, I just don't I mean, I think it's going to be closer. The Mario movie is here. Kind of. <laughs> 
It's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. nerd. The Mario movie's here. Well, kind of. It's actually not here. I thought it was being released a little closer to now, but... No, nah, it's a few months away still. Dude, it's in April. April. It's more than a yeah. few months away. Uh, Man, but we do they have... keep drip-feeding us like all this content from it. We just got, it's what, smart. The, the second trailer for it now, yeah. It, it gets you to keep talking, so I've got a couple yeah. of clips yeah. from that trailer, and then we're going to discuss, uh, again... The controversy with the Mario movie <laughs> just doesn't seem to be ending. But with no. a, as far as if you were like a marketing guy, this is genius. You, yeah, it's, it, people are nonstop talking about what'll probably be kind of a bad cartoon movie. Mediocre, probably. Yeah. It's by Illumination Studios, and I think their best work that they've done is the Despicable Me movies. So, God, man, and, they, and that became you know just minions at some that, point. That became so every now I'm boomer having that as their Facebook profile yeah. picture. It's cool if you like it, whatever. It's just like. Those minions annoy me. I don't know what it is. Same. They piss me off. Yeah. And maybe it's just because the people that like it are are either children or dumb. Yeah. And children are dumb. Hey, well, uh, we know one smart person that likes them. Actually, Emily from the show, since for some reason, has admitted to liking the minions. So, you know, not everyone's dumb, but she's still wrong for liking them. Very much so. Anyhow, uh, let's get to less dumb. Uh, this is a trailer. So I got two clips. One of them is Bowser and Luigi. The other is Princess Peach. Who Woo! It's causing waves. Uh, here is the new trailer for the Mario movie. Ah, hey. Hey, where's the freaking Gabagoo? Ha ah, ha. You mother f- You mother f- huh? Don't make me get the... Bah. Hey, I'm walking here. So that's it. Uh, the yeah. new trailer. Actually, no. that's the old one. We've already played that. Yeah, yeah. That's the scene. Uh, Luigi's trying to amp himself up before uh, Bowser has a, an interview with him in the prison, correct? No, that was uh, Chris Pratt's Mario. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, no. Here is uh, uh, Bowser and Luigi. Not sure if you know who I am, but I'm about to rule the world. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yay. But there's one problem. There's a human has a mustache just like you. Do you think I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with a hat with the letter of his first name on it? <laughs> because I don't. Oh, yes. Mama mia. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser might be the best part of that movie. Uh, it, I think so, so you far. You have to see TBD, but uh, tell me if you don't hear a little bit of that Trump in this. Not sure if you know who I am, but I'm about to rule the world. Just that first sentence makes me think that he's, because Trump kind of, he pouts his lips and uh, sounds like he's asking a question. Uh, so just a little, a little bit like he's uh, looking to our former president for inspiration. Not sure if you know who I am, but I'm about to rule the world. But that's not the controversy. People are mad at Princess Peach. Uh, Here, here's uh, part of the trailer with her in it. Bowser is coming. Together, we are going to stop that monster. Look at us. We're adorable. <laughs> no problem. Yes. It's me, the Mario movie. Mommy, yeah. Uh, people are annoyed that Charlie Day, uh, Chris Pratt are not doing a very good, uh, well, v- very good Italian no, voice. Here's the weird thing. People are. Uh, hey. <laughs> people hey, are upset. Where's the freaking gabagoo? At Chris Pratt. 
and not sure. Charlie Day. Oh yeah, because Chris people Pratt. just love to be on the hate train for Chris Pratt, and I think it's 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 fine. Whatever, I'm still gonna go see the movie. Who cares? We'll just. Come on, man. It's the Mario movie. We haven't had one since the 90s, and that one sucked. It did, but at as least a kid, this one slightly was it. Yeah, me too. I mean, Dennis Hopper is <laughs> as, as King Koopa, baby. Yes, and, uh, Bob Haskins. John Leguizamo. John, yeah, that, that, that was dumb and fun. I knew a girl but, that used to work here that looked like, I used to say she looked like one of those Goombas. Oh, man, that's mean. I feel bad. <laughs> oh, geez. But there is a small sect on the internet, a lot of them gamer bros or incel type people who are like, we're worried that Princess Peach is too girl boss. And I know some of that comes from, you know, disliking how Hollywood panders to certain ideals and to things like that. And then without even actually caring about the, the causes themselves. But it's like, if you've played any of the Mario games since like the 90s, I mean, Princess Peach wasn't exactly helpless. She has her own game, even Super Princess Peach. She can Peach. flutter in her dress. Her she can do stuff. And yeah, the Super Mario Brothers too. She was a playable character. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? And so uh, she's not completely helpless. Luigi was good at jumping and kicking his legs. That's right. He had a and, higher jump. He's and, a little floatier. And so and so was she. She was very floaty because of her dress. She could float like a cry. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was almost like an umbrella thing. But like, this isn't that far off from the Princess Peach of that the canon, of the lore. She's... She's in Smash Brothers, for Christ's sake. Absol- like, absolutely. She can kick butt. It's not. Bowser is coming. That's my favorite part of the trailer. Oh, yeah? I just edited down the clip a little. That's good. Yeah, yeah, smaller. yeah. So, um, I don't know. I like Annie Taylor-Joy. She's doing fine. How many more drops are we going to get? This is only beginning early uh, December. Literally the second. I thought yeah. it was like the 15th. But yeah, yeah. We have it's coming out in April. I know. I feel like there's going to be at least one more trailer, maybe a theatrical trailer as well. But I don't know, man. I'm still excited. It looks gorgeous. I think the animators have done a great job making it look good. Are they still finishing it? I don't because know. Because if if this much is out and it's been in production for a while, usually the blockbusters, the good movies, drop in December. Yeah. Uh, but this, if they're pushing it to April this or This is coming December. after stink month, February, where they drop all the crap. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's probably going to be fine. I, it's just, I'm still going to enjoy it, even if it's a crap movie, just because it's from my childhood. Are you going uh, in theaters to see it or watching it at home? Man, uh, I'm probably going to be that nerd that goes and sees it in the theater. You are. You yeah. And, uh, you and That's Nick how much Mario together. is meant to me as a kid, uh, growing up with a weird brain and needing things to distract myself with. The Mario games were perfect at that. They were hard, but yeah, they were they easy enough off. to pick up. Yeah, so it's, All right, it's there a weird you go. thing. Mario movies around the corner. People are upset, but don't worry. It's going to be just fine. Bowser. Bowser's coming. Bowser is coming. The face. Wait. The mustache. The Boston. CJ Morgan. Uh, in local news, a couple of big celebrities making an appearance next week in Austin. Did you know about this, Spencer? You seen this? You heard about this? Uh, no idea. Well, uh, looks like there's going to be a live broadcast of the C.J. Morgan Show. Oh, well, let me tell you about oh, that intro, by the way. We're going to have uh, all kinds of stuff. New songs from you, at least like 10 or 15. Uh, uh, we're going to be raising money for charity. And I've got an idea to give some uh, some different stuff away. But this isn't my first time doing uh, doing a live event, doing a live broadcast. As a matter of fact... My very first Austin live radio-ish appearance was with the gentleman here who just sat down, uh, my man Chewy, former uh, dual. We we hosted what two podcasts together? That's yeah, right. we do. Overall, back in the day, it was called "Can't Get a Job on the Radio." 
where we uh, <laughs> would bitch about not getting a job on the radio, but using Perfect. their equipment. And now we have jobs on the radio, and we and bitch it, about having jobs on the radio. It, yeah. it, it's really come full circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we did a live show together at Nomad Bar, and it was it was fun. We went in, we prepped, we had a big celebrity guest. We uh, did. We had a musical guest. Yeah. Wow. Uh, tell him who it was. Well, uh, that was the year Coachella had a hologram, Tupac Shakur. So we had an inflatable Tupac Shakur. We couldn't Perfect. show up. <laughs> we couldn't hey. afford a, a proper inflatable or mm-hmm. a hologram. So yeah, we. I think. Uh, I think this is your idea, but we had Tube Pac. Tube Pac Shakur at the very, at very end, and we just had one of those like inflatable boxing bags, and I That's got beautiful. an air thing. So it blew up at the end, and we just taped his face <laughs> to it. And he we did. Had, How uh, do you want it? And CJ and I were Casey and JoJo. So yeah, it was it, it was pretty damn yeah. good. But I the wish night, I was there for that one. That's, oh man, the night didn't end well though. Uh, do you remember what happened at our first live show together? You got handcuffed, right? Yeah, I did. What'd I you did. do? That's the one. <laughs> I got in trouble with the police. What'd you do, man? I Just, don't even know what it is, and it's so hard to like. I mean, look at CJ. Yeah. What like how? What would it take for him, for you to arrest him? What would he be doing? Like uh, I don't even. Were you a little sloppy? Did you get a little little, little tipsy? Not even that. No? Uh, we had a friend that had, and he ended up passing out in his car. And I think everyone else is inside hanging out and partying, and I had yet to eat. Okay. And was already like wound up, and I, mean, I was pissed about the show. You didn't pull your dinger out in public? Like no, 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 no floppy down. Okay. Uh, that's only in private between us. Um, so we were trying to get him in a car and go home. And then everyone else kept passing the buck and were like, well, I want to stay. I don't want to drive him. And I got pissed and I jumped on my the hood of my car and kicked the windshield and said, God, yeah, someone just takes his ass home. Uh, something insane like that because yeah. it, was, it was like 30 minutes outside yeah. of people like not taking responsibility for this dude. We were already annoyed that he was like so hammered. Um, and I should have been inside with Chewy enjoying our great party. For the great live podcast we had. Yes. I was uh, having a good time. <laughs> right next door, there were two officers making an arrest for someone else. Uh, they ran over there. Nice. One, one goes, get on the ground. The other one goes, hands up. So I just kind of did that. Oh. Uh, they whipped me around. They cuffed me. And because they were already making an arrest, they had to call in another officer. So they put me on the hood of their car in cuffs in front of the entire bar and all my friends. So everyone <laughs> just sat there and stared at me. In handcuffs. Yeah. And then my girlfriend at the time was like, oh, no, what's happening to him? And Chewie said, uh, oh, they shot him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Damn, they could have. I, I was still uh, in podcast mode. They <laughs> now, were you mouthing off at this point? Did you have that much to drink? Or were you just like, oh, this, no. this sucks. I'm already in a bad situation. It was it was just that. Like yeah. I, I wasn't drunk or anything. I was just pissed. It was <laughs> stupid. It happened. I told them, oh, yeah, it was my car. I smashed. And then... Uh, a couple of people came up when the other officer got there, and they're like, well, um, you got to go home, man. We're not letting you back in. you you got to go home now. And someone's like, I'll take him home. I'm like, all right. And they turned the flashlight on to see if they had had anything to drink. Yeah. No. Uh, finally, Phew. my boss at the time, his wife at the time, showed up to give me a ride home. Um, and then the very next day, my car filled with all that podcast equipment and a busted window got broken too. Dude. And they stole my laptop, some mics and cords. It was it was not a fun broadcast no. for me. Chewy had a great no. time. I think you got lucky you didn't get taste, which we all would have hoped to see. Yeah, because I was, mm-hmm. again, the one, I was in temper tantrum mode. And I think uh, the same thing that happened when I got arrested in Odessa, Ector County. Um, whenever someone like yelled at me, I turn I turn around and was like, "Who the f are you?" or something like that, realizing it was police. Mm-hmm. But then the dual commanding officers of get, get on the ground or put your hands up, I, I should have, could have, would have been tased. 
I, if I was chewy, they would have shot me. Well, and true. then just sprinkled some weed over, well, let's over try my to, head. Let's try to get you taste on the other live show this next week. No, let's well, not. Oh. That's that doesn't sound fun at all. Uh, no, yeah. I don't think I don't think this this CJ now right now gets into it with cops. You don't think I, think so. I think he's yeah. a you good boy now. Yeah. CJ's matured. Is that, oh man, we'll, I didn't say that. We'll find out <laughs> at the the live show next Friday. By the way, it's at a Kung Fu Saloon in the Domain, a right place for me to get arrested. We're gonna have some giveaways and all sorts of crap. And if uh, Chewy shows up, I will. I will, uh, I will, I will let you tase me. Oh. Even, even though one time we got an electric fence for a dog, uh-huh. and my friend and I were testing it, and I, I tinkled my pants because it shot me so hard. It's real. Yeah. So turn it up. Yeah. Did you know? Oh man, did we? Let's find out some more knowledge. Uh, yesterday we did a little fun thing where we all took turns. Did you know in it? Yeah. And Matt probably busted out the best fact. I didn't know that Vanilla Ice's uh, hit song, Ice Ice Baby, um, was actually a B-side to Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. No, <laughs> not Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Ninja. We played that funky music, yeah, yeah, which it was, was terrible. We played some of it. It was it terrible. It was an awful cover, which you can find on yesterday's podcast. But uh, let's get back to Did You Know. Uh, Spinny, let's start with you. Shall did we? Did you know? All right. Did you know? The D in Billy D. Williams is short for his real middle name, Dong December. Ah. His full real name is William December Williams Jr. Billy D. Williams is great, by the way. His name is William Williams? Yeah, that's what sure. Billy is short for. My dad wanted to name me Morgan Morgan. Oh, no. Or Clifford or Clyde. <laughs> and my mom was like, no, 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 we're going to call him CJ. Which is uh, short for Damn. Car- Carlos Joaquin. Okay, is that your? Did you know? Yeah. Did you know that, dude? If you were named Cliff Morgan, just that, you just sound like you should be like on a uh, like a talk show. Yeah, Cliff now it Mor- sounds cool. Cliff of, Morgan here because of Cliff Booth. Uh, Matt, sorry. Did you know? Give me a did you know, Matt. Here's a good one. Did you know? Abraham Lincoln gave a presidential pardon to a man who'd been convicted of bestiality. Hell yeah. Oh. What, uh, hmm. Because the guy was. Drunk at the time. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I've, I've, I've gone a hogging before. I've been, I, I've been in a thing. bar late at night and I don't get, caught some eyes from an Ugga Mug across. And I'm like, I don't care. First of all, has there ever been a bestiality thing that happened when everyone was sober? <laughs> I mean, that part of me feels like, so are we just uh, doing away with that altogether? But also, I love the idea that this got all the way to, to the, the White President. House. Well, and yes. I was like, can you help the president? Hey, Mr. President, I know that you've just suspended habeas. Corpus and that the union is torn in two. But I have some pressing issues. Mm Dan over here got a little feisty with a pig, and it, it, Christmas is going to be terrible for this year, this year if you can't he's help just, him out. He's just a good old boy. Can you please pardon him? It's so bizarre. Uh, Spencer, drop us another one. Oh, we got another one here. Uh, there was a movie called Troll in 1986 that featured a... Ca- oh, did I, did I do it wrong? Yeah. No, you got to start with did you know, otherwise people think you're lying. All right. Did you know... <clears throat> so much. Did inside. you know there was a movie? <laughs> oh man, there was a movie. Oh. <laughs> just went through puberty in the middle of that. There was a movie in 1986 called Troll that featured a character named Harry Potter, <laughs> who enters a magical world of witches and wizards. Now it's technically 11 years before J.K. Rowling's first Harry Potter book came out. Who inspired who? Mm, interesting. Obviously. Did you know? <laughs> Uh, there us. was a actual real Dr. Pepper, a pharmacist named Charles Alderton. He created the soda, and his boss called it Dr. Charles T. Pepper. 
who worked uh, with uh, earlier in the career. There mm. we go. He may have also. Did you been... just speak in English? Did you follow that at all? Uh, yeah, trailed gotcha off a little. Enough. Uh, he may have also been hooking up with uh, Pepper's daughter. Nice, Wait, nice, so there nice. was a real Dr. Pepper. It was invented by one guy. Dr. But he named Pepper it invented after his Dr. Boss? No, Dr. Pepper invented Dr. Pepper. His boss named it after him, but his boss was banging his daughter, uh, giving her a little bit of Dr. Pecker, as we say. Okay, Matt, we, you have one more? Sure. Okay. Uh, the Empire State Building, it makes a lot of money, right? Uh, it's not what? true. Oh, did you know? Okay. Did you know? Did you know? The Empire State Building makes a whole lot of money. But not from renting out all of its real estate. It actually makes more money just off the observation deck per year <laughs> yeah. than it does off of all of the leasing of its uh, property. I was going to guess maybe they had a net for like people who wanted to throw pennies, see if they cut people in half. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, one last one. Oh, okay. I mean, did you know? That's like 35 oh. did you know? We're making up for all the other ones that we never <laughs> yeah, we do. We sort of screwed up earlier this week. Did you know most of the founding fathers were younger than you'd think in 1776? A few examples being Alexander Hamilton, who was just 21 years old, James Madison, 25, Thomas mm-hmm. Jefferson, 33, Mr. Jonathan Hancock, 39, <laughs> and George Washington, of course, 44. Ben Franklin, the only one. In his 70s. Did you know they were all kind of womanizers and originally wanted to be known as the Pounding Fathers? (laughs) Hell yeah. Good one. Yeah. Dogs are officially better than cats, which we've always known. Welcome to today's person behaving badly, which we're going to flip into someone or something behaving goodly. You're a little roused about. A dog saved a man's life. Now, that's a very important thing. The reason you want to have a pet, companionship, uh, protection, and of course, saving your life, which is exactly what happened to a Kansas man when his house caught fire. Damn. I know. It's crazy. I've had a dog save my life uh, during South by Southwest. Yeah. Not quite as... uh, Heroic or well, glorious. There was no fire involved. But N- no, just puke. Yeah. We'll tell that story, but first, uh, <laughs> let's hear from the dog uh, named Monroe and Tyler, who was saved as his house was about to burn down. Oh, bark, 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 bark. Uh, now here's Tyler, who was saved by Monroe. She knew something was wrong, and she had to get me out of there, and that's what she did. She jumped on the bed and just instantly was, like, nudging my head and whining and, like, you know, like a cry, kind of, like um, a, a whimper. I think we got out in the good time, man. Just really lucky. I think if she wasn't there, I wouldn't have made it out alive. I think we take a lot for granted. All that stuff in there is more matters, you know. Like, it can all be replaced. She can't. Like, I can't. It is a very humbling experience. Uh, something to feel good about, but dude, how what? How asleep were you to sleep through your yeah. house on fire? Pretty I mean, good sleep. Must have been some damn good sleep. I man. know. Or you know, it could have been smoke, fire in another room, or something That's like true. that. So yeah. who, who knows where it was? But the, what the a good cool little dog. Um, oh no, it's a it's a big. Uh, looks like a what a good big dog. Yeah, little. Um, uh, what are they called? American bulldog. I know, like pit bulls, the the slang that people get when they're mad and angry. But uh, it's a sweet looking dog. Um, yeah, uh, so there you go. Yeah. G- get yeah, adopt yeah, yeah. a dog, they'll save your life. They will. Absolutely. Usually. Uh, my little dog, Miles, before he was paralyzed, he saved my life. Yeah. Uh, South by Southwest, many years ago on my birthday, um, it was already a wild and crazy night because it's right. South by Southwest. 
Um, we did a St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. We had done a broadcast um, earlier in the day, and someone brought us a bunch of ribs. They were like mm. they were like Asian ribs, so they were oh, they were cool. different, but so so good. So yes. these pork ribs had a bunch of like sweet, sugary, very bright pink red barbecue sauce on them. Mm. I didn't get to really eat during the broadcast, so I put them in the radio station van, went out and partied, had fun. We get back to the parking garage, and I'm like, oh, hungry. So stop by the radio station van, yeah. and parking garages are about 10 degrees hotter than anything else, but I didn't care. I opened the van. Mm-hmm. I opened the to-go box. I pigged out on those ribs. We go home, <laughs> um, probably crash at that point, and then in the middle of the night, I wake up to like, <laughs> Miles is making weird noises and biting me on my face and head. I'd gotten out of bed, fell face down into the bed, and was throwing up. And uh, Miles um, was licking the delicious throw up, and then, uh, thank God. And then biting me to wake me up too. So, so. so he didn't. Miles didn't really save you. The ribs saved you. Exactly, because they, they were so, so delicious. delicious. <laughs> he smelled them coming out of my mouth and woke me up. But I mean, he no. was biting and nudging me, so I think well, that... Well, because you're in the way. <laughs> yeah, you know no. what? He saved you, man. Oh, I, dude, I was pissed, though, when because <laughs> I didn't realize he was saving me. I thought he was eating my good rib juice, yeah. so I kicked him so hard... That he was paralyzed after that. Oh, that's so put him in room. Just kidding. It was it was uh mm, he, was a, he was a racing wiener and it was a whole gambling thing. You know, I owed the Texas mob a lot of money after oh. he kept losing, so they broke his legs. Yeah, well. Yeah. Rest, hey man. Rest in peace, my little guy. It's Thank a way you to learn. for saving me. Yeah. 101X Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. August 29th, 1997. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt Bearden's gonna let us know with transporting back into time, back to my glory days in high school. Now, both of you are movie fans. Do either one of you know what August 29th, 1997 was? Um, it was the day that uh, I didn't Ooh. have to pull out my AK. No. Um, the Lakers beat the Supersonics. Uh, no. Uh, messed around and got a triple-double. No. Uh, if you watch the original Terminator movie, they spoke about that on August 29th, 1997, ah, AI Skynet became, became sentient yep. is the term that they used. I remember it clearly because I remember the first time I saw Terminator. It was well after everybody had seen it in my school. They'd all talked about it. But uh, I was like, um, uh, what does sentient mean? <laughs> <laughs> so so I, it was, uh, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, man, I'm an idiot. But uh, I bring it up because this is something that's in the news. The scientists have invented a robot that can build more robots. Oh, yeah. That's this, its whole purpose. Is yeah, it, it, it can recreate. Google, right? no. It can reproduce itself. Was it's this? smart enough to self-assemble more of itself. Yeah. And what's really screwed up is they actually made it have to have sex to do it. It has to has to hump. Pull out those shiny metal dongs. Ka-ching, ka-ching. I know you want me to talk because you've dug yourself into this joke hole that you can't get out of, but I'm just <laughs> going to leave you in there for a while, okay? Uh, I'm out of it, okay. You know who can hand you a shovel? The self-replicating robot. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I don't know how I feel about this idea. Right. They're uh, saying it would be things like, oh, this robot can build more of itself. So if you're like, 
say you have a, a car manufacturer, right? Yes. Say like Tesla here in the city, and you have robots. Well, then it could just make more of itself if you need to expand your company. Right. But also, robots building more of themselves in the middle of the night when you're not at work, <laughs> and then freaking. hiding hey, themselves you're not in a closet. To be working tonight. <laughs> and then they all show up at once and are like, "Hey." Guess who's in charge now? Yeah, there is a, uh, what's it called? The great matter, the gray goo, which is essentially nanomachines. Nanomachines being really tiny, molecular-sized robots. how they make other robots. But them replicating so quickly that it turns into the sort of goo that overtakes the Earth. <laughs> I think that's a fun sci-fi trope to play with. But now we're talking like regular-sized robots, right? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Here's why science fiction is awesome. The fiction part, right? Exactly. Thank but God. Sci Rai? Is that what you call sci- scientific <laughs> reality? Science reality. Uh, oh. There are people who have said, yeah, we have got... Uh, they, it's consists of something little nodes called voxels and then the voxels uh-huh. can all put themselves together and then it can actually change itself for what it needs to be you remember like like lego or do you remember something called i don't think they even make it anymore but it was called a rector set oh yeah yeah rector set ruled little. yeah and it had little capsules or whatever well this is smart enough to know what capsules it needs and it can build another robot that uh-huh. it needs to complete a task interesting Look, on the surface practical nature this is 100% wired, Pretty and cool. they've been working for it, and it's like it's, it's almost like, duh, what took you yeah. so long? Okay, yeah. But on the side of me that worries- That we're going to be killed or enslaved yeah. by robots? Well, one uh, military is going to purchase this and use it It's the it same for, part know. of me that can watch a documentary online and go, you know what? I wonder how many planes did fly into the towers, you know? <laughs> it's that part of my brain that I try to shove out sometimes late at night because it makes me dumber. They, that part thinks this is really, really weird. It's a and scary. I'm, af- I'm afraid of the robots Man. coming to get us in the middle of the night. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM Pewter Austin. 101X. 101X.